Hello everyone and welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. We are back on the Primetime Studio. So thank you for joining me. I missed you guys uh, for last night at least. But anyways guys, uh, I'm excited to be with you tonight. It's Thursday night so that means game prediction. That means betting the Cowboys segment. And tonight we'll dive into one difference that in my opinion will end up defining the NFC East showdown that we have between the Cowboys and the Washington football team on Sunday. As you walk into the show, as always, remember to hit the like button. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, let your friends know about ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Hey, each and every like helps us get this show in front of more Cowboys fans. So make sure you do that. And now that more of us are here, let's get ready to start the show officially. Here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network with a lot more content coming your way throughout the entire 2021 season. Make sure you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas for your Cowboys content, for your Mavericks content. I know there's a lot of concerns going around among Mavericks fans. You can check out what Ian has to say, what Alec has to say over at adcsports.com slash Dallas. And of course, for your Cowboys content as well, we have great writers covering the Cowboys like Adam Holt, Cole Patterson, and of course, Alec Cash himself. Uh, Sky also does some writing for ADC Sports and myself also. So what is up, guys? Thank you for being here tonight. What is up, Tom Downey's burner account saying his daily comment about Micah Parsons. This time it reads, Micah Parsons is the reason why Waldo is in hiding. Hey, I, I love that one. That is one of the best. That is one of your finest burner account. What is up, Fernando? Over at Facebook, the same for Tommy. Uh, Fernando as well saying, let's go Dallas Cowboys. Gaston Holloway saying, what's going on, my friend? We need this win. And it does feel that way. It feels like the Cowboys are the better team. It feels like in October, we wouldn't have mm, a lot of doubts about this team because back then, about this game, because back then the Cowboys were clicking and the Washington football team clearly was not. They were being one of the biggest disappointments of the year. But since then, they have won their last four. So now we're not quite sure about... What could happen on Sunday? Many are favoring the Cowboys, but a lot, even in Cowboys Nation, a lot of people have doubts. And I think that those doubts are fair. The Cowboys have struggled to get their run game going. The Cowboys have had some issues in the passing game as well, some misses here and there. Uh, CeeDee Lamb took the blame, by the way, on that controversial fourth and fourth and two play that the Cowboys had versus the Saints not that long ago. CeeDee Lamb said that it was on him, that that pass was supposed to go on the inside. So there was a lot of, of discussion going around that play. Maps will figure it out, give it time with a new coach, says Burner account. I, I, I'm really not much of a basketball expert, to be honest with you. So I don't know, but I do know that there are a lot of concerns about the coaching situation for the Mavericks. 
What is up, Stevie Mac, as well, over at YouTube, reminding people to hit the like button and share the show as well. Richard says, getting to Heineke and figuring out, well, actually, he said, getting to Heineken <laughs> and figuring out an outside run game using Clemens and Ito's speed. And, man, would that be far from ideal, trying to, you know, play this game and win it without Ezekiel Elliott and without Tony Pollard. Likely, it is it is likely that both of them play, but I know that since the Cowboys signed Ito Smith to the practice squad, there have been some concerns. Just like there were some concerns today when the Cowboys put Michael Parsons on the injury report as a limited participant. It doesn't sound like it is a reason to be concerned, though, because sources, according to Michael Gelkin from the Dallas Morning News, are saying that he's just sore, that there is not a lot of concern going on there. And it's it's December, so if Michael Parsons is a little bit sore after all of the plays that he's made for the Cowboys defense, I think that that just, uh, you know, that just makes a lot of sense. So I, I think that Michael Parsons will be fine. I think that he will play on Sunday, and I think that there is not, not a lot of reasons to be concerned there. Uh, Rudy says, good evening, Cowboys Nation, and you know we need to really... We need to really want this game more than Washington. That is Rudy over at Facebook. Dallas Jung saying we need to implement quick passes and screens to replace the run game since our backs are injured. And Dallas Jung might be right. We And we know that Kellen Moore hasn't shied away from screen passes this season. So we might see a lot of that on this one. But if you want to implement a quick game, you likely want Tony Pollard to be involved. And it does seem to be a fair question how you know, ready will he be for Sunday? The Cowboys are handling Tony Pollard's situation as a game-time decision for the Cowboys. Hopefully, he's able to play. He suffered a foot injury, ironically, on that 58-touchdown run versus the Saints. So hopefully, Pollard is ready to go. But here is the one big difference that, that in my opinion, will end up defining the NFC East showdown. And it's a game that in which it doesn't matter, like everything that matters is what have the teams done lately, right? We always say that the NFL is a what have you done for me lately kind of football league. And both teams are have been finding ways to win. The Cowboys have been struggling a little bit, but they have won uh, versus the Saints recently. They snapped that two-game losing streak, but the Cowboys... You know, we, we didn't feel completely okay about the win versus the Saints because we thought that the style points were missing. We thought that we wanted the Cowboys offense to produce a little bit more, and they didn't, but they it's still it's still they won, right? And the Washington football team on the other side of, of things have won four straight, but their wins have been far from convincing. Here's the thing. I think that the Cowboys have been playing below their true level. There goes Alvin Cook for a Minnesota Vikings touchdown. But the Cowboys, I believe, have been playing below their level and they, as they rank fourth in the NFL in DVOA, which measures efficiency, value per play. They rank seventh offensively and fourth defensively. And yet they lost, you know, three games in a four-week span recently. On the other side of things, we have the Washington football team. They have won four straight, and they rank 21st in DVOA in the NFL, 18th offensively, and all the way down to 30 defensively. So Washington, in my opinion, has been playing above their true level. 
And I know this might sound simple, but I think that there are a lot of reasons that back up these kind of numbers. And the one thing for the Cowboys is that we know that they are getting healthier. And we know that Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, and the offensive linemen all played together for the first time versus the Saints. We shared that stat here on primetime. But then again, that was their first game back. And Amari Cooper basically had no time to prepare for the game. The Cowboys were without a lot of key coaches, including head coach Mike McCarthy. So honestly, I think that with their pieces back, even though the Cowboys might not have a healthy set of running backs for this one in specific, I think that the Cowboys are going to start clicking at the right time of the regular season. Maybe I'm being an optimist, but I truly believe that the Cowboys are going to be a better team over the next few weeks because of continuity and because of a healthier roster overall. I think that is the one thing that, in my opinion, ends up being the key difference on this game. I think that the Cowboys have been playing below their level, and I think that Washington has been playing above theirs. If you take a look at the Washington football games, uh, you know, they have been winning them. The one quality rival, in my opinion, that they have faced are the Tampa Bay Bucks, And I know that, that that might sound a little bit, you know, biased since, since Washington just recently beat the Raiders, something that the Cowboys weren't able to do in Thanksgiving. But it's not like Washington has been facing top-tier teams in the league. And their wins have been far from convincing. There are a few things here and there that you might like, and we mentioned them over the week. I like Washington's run game, some of, the, some of their concepts, even though they're not being as efficient as many would believe. And I also like how they've been using Terry McLaurin. But I think that ultimately the Cowboys should be the better team. Dallas's burner account picking a hell of a time to not play at their skill level. And that is something that I believe everyone agrees with. The Cowboys are right now the fourth seed in the NFC, and it's looking like a very tall task for them to improve their sitting. Because if you take a look at the Bucs' schedule, the Packers' schedule, and, you know, and, and the Arizona Cardinals' one, they might struggle a little bit to improve their sitting, to be honest. Uh, Tommy says, Sig's going to have to earn his money this week if there is no TP. This is his chance to prove the Cowboys made the right decision paying him as a workhorse running back. Uh, over here, here we go. James has the question. He, he basically knew where I was going with all of this. James says, what do you think about Coach McCarthy guaranteeing the win? And here we go. I actually wanted to talk about this because at first, and the question for the chat actually, and I had this ready in the chat, here we go. It is, is Mike McCarthy's we're going to win this game, quote, something or nothing. Should we make a lot of it? Should we not make a lot of it? Do you like McCarthy's comments? Do you not like McCarthy's comments? Let me know in the chat. At first, I thought that people were overreacting. And I honestly thought that, hey, I, I really, you know, don't mind McCarthy saying that. But also, I just, I just think that he's a coach speaking football, right? So... That is how I initially felt about McCarthy's quote. But then after I, you know, sit down for a little bit and started thinking about it, actually dedicated time to think about what Mike McCarthy had said. And I kind of love it. I think it is something and I, and I kind of love it, to be honest with you guys, because this is a Dallas Cowboys football team that back in September and back in October, they had 
swagger. And I'm not talking about them being on winning streaks. I'm not talking about them uh, dunking on the Eagles, dunking on the Giants. I'm not talking about the style points either. But this team was out there proving that they were better than their opponents. And you kind of felt that they had an attitude. And then they were punched in the mouth. Because that is important to point out. The Cowboys did not only lose three out of four games in that stretch over November. They, I mean, saying that they lost those, those games feels like quite the understatement. They were punched in the mouth. The Broncos told them, we are more, uh, we are more strong than you. We're stronger than you. We are more physical than you. And we will dominate you. That was basically how the Broncos game felt. The same versus the Chiefs. Maybe in a different tone. Maybe to me it felt more like, a, you know, we know that you guys throw the ball very well when you're being blitzed. But hey, we don't care about that. This is going to be a strength versus strength matchup. And Steve Spagnuolo bet on that. And the Cowboys started to feel like they were kind of losing it. The Raiders game, I don't know. The Raiders game was a little bit different than those, in my opinion. But the Broncos game and the Chiefs game was your rival telling you, we are clearly better than you. So I think that as Bernard County is saying, Dallas got bodied by Broncos and the Chiefs. So... I like the quote from McCarthy, and I don't think that it is nothing. I think that he knows exactly what he's doing, and I know that he's trying to inject some energy into a Dallas Cowboys team that clearly needs it, in my opinion. So I love it. I, I actually do love McCarthy's comments. Uh, Barnard Account says, Mo, you're studying finance. There is a difference between a forecast and actual returns, LOL. And I get what Barnard Account is trying to say, but I will say that there is nothing wrong, in my opinion, with a coach trying to motivate their guys. And many people will say, yeah, that's all cool and stuff, but do it be behind closed doors. And I also get that. But I also think that there is something to McCarthy saying it publicly because that what has that cost? It has cost Dak Prescott to address it in interviews. And he has said that, you know what? Heck, yeah, I support it. The same for Coop and the same for other Cowboys key players. So this has become an attitude, in my opinion, within the Cowboys locker room as we head into Sunday versus the Washington football team. So I understand why people don't like it. And I believe that people who don't like it is because, you know, you know what they say, I don't know if this is a saying in English, but in Spanish at least, we say a dog, a, a dog, <laughs> a dog. I was sounding like that Snatch movie, which I love, by the way. But a dog who barks doesn't bite, right? But I don't think that applies here. Like it could apply if, if things go wrong on Sunday. I'm sure that we will not hear the end of it. But I think that the Cowboys are going to win on Sunday. Spoiler alert. And I think that, that McCarthy's comments are, are calculated, and I love them, to be honest with you. Reginald says, loving this. Uh, Sean says, go Dallas Cowboys for a life deck, and then boys got this. Gaston says, like McCarthy's, we have the talent to win this game. So, yes, I like it. Dallas Junk says, I like the confidence, but we got to back that up. And that is, we all want that, of course. We all want that. But the point here is, that I believe that McCarthy's quotes actually serve the purpose of backing it up. I actually think that those comments will light a fire for the Cowboys. Scotty King says, I am kind of selfish. 
If the Cowboys don't get the top seed, that means more Cowboys games for me. Hey, Scotty, I understand that mindset, but I would much rather have the top seed in the NFC. Peter says, love his comments. Stevie Mac says that the talk is nothing until he actually wins. So there's that. So yeah, I know they're controversial, but I like them. Stevie Mac saying Cunningham already got picked up by the Titans. He got picked up by the wrong ADC sports team. He got picked by the wrong ADC sports team, man. I wanted Zach Cunningham in the Cowboys. I know that we have Michael Parsons, and I know that the Cowboys have Leighton Vanderich and Keanu Neal, who, even though we are not very excited about, I mean, they're starters in the NFL right now, but I would much rather have Zach Cunningham, and I thought that he was doing a good job for the Texans. But, hey, Houston is right now under a garbage situation, to be honest, just all across the board. So I don't know what they are doing, but I do believe that Zach Cunningham is going to play good football for the Tennessee Titans, and I would have loved him in the Cowboys. When are we going to wear our color rush uniforms, asks Dallas Junk. That will happen week 16 versus the Arizona Cardinals. No, that is week 17, excuse me. That is the second to last week. And I was thinking in terms of a 17-week week schedule, but that will happen week 17 versus the Cardinals. That is going to be an exciting game, by the way. If the Cowboys can take on the Cardinals, who are doing a tremendous job, and I am done doubting the Cardinals because they have smacked me in the mouth every time that I have bet against them. I'm not this Monday night, by the way. I'm taking the Cardinals to beat the Rams. Not really a lot of, com- of conviction, but I think that, a lot of people are talking about Kyler Murray and company. Robert Mays from The Athletic had a great article on the Cardinals defense from Vance Joseph. And hey, we are overlooking what they're doing defensively. Anyways, guys, let's get to the betting the Cowboys segment. We are now 6-6. Six and six. We are back to 500. And we are trying to earn our way to a profitable road. We are 6-6. Six and six. And here we go. This is betting the Cowboys. I thought about the total. Kind of like the over. I was not so sure about it though. But my one bet to make on this game is, and you guys know it, this segment is a completely unbiased segment. So we got to go with what is best for our wallets and not with what our heart says. But in this case, I am taking the Cowboys. Minus four at minus 110 odds in DraftKings. I think that the Cowboys can get this win. I think that even though I expect a fun, close game at first, I see the Dallas Cowboys pulling away later in the game. And I think that what Washington has been doing recently is not that sustainable, to be honest with you. And I think that what I said at the beginning of the show will be proven true. I think that the Cowboys are playing below their true level, and I think that Washington is playing above their true level. I do think that there is some risk in this bet, though, because I can see Washington putting up a fight in the trenches versus this Cowboys team. So I can see it being a close one. But I lean towards the Cowboys at minus four I would like it at minus three and a half, like we mentioned last night or two nights ago, but the line is back at minus four. So this takes us 
to our question. Drop your final score prediction for Cowboys at Chiefs in the chat. Scotty says, is Parsons going to continue to overcome expectations when he gets triple teamed? Hey, I'm not doubting Micah Parsons, even if they get the entire offensive line on him. Uh, James says, this is actually what Jimmy Johnson said before the 49ers-Cowboys game. We win the ball game and you can put it three inch and you can put in three inch headlines. We will win the ball game, says James uh, over at Facebook. Teddy says, let's go, Cowboys. I think it was good for Coach McCarthy to guarantee a win. It's a good motivator. That is something that I agree with as well. So people are dropping their predictions already. And as always, you know that we have the blind recap here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. And this means that our prediction is as if it was Monday morning and we are just recapping the Cowboys game that we quote-unquote have already watched. So here we go. This is the blind recap for the Cowboys versus Washington game from ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. It was the Amari Cooper game. Washington came into the game allowing 77 yards per game versus number one wide receivers. This is true, by the way. A trend that didn't improve as Cooper got himself 90 yards and one touchdown. Washington's run game kept it close through two quarters of football before Taylor Haneke threw two interceptions in the second half that shifted the game the Cowboys' way. The Cowboys, 28, Washington, 17. So I have the Cowboys winning this game 28-17. Again, I see some risk in it. I expect a fun game, especially in the first half. But Washington's run game is not, is not going to be fun, I believe. Washington will be able to get some plays, I believe, there. Again, they have not been an efficient team running the football, though. As well as Antonio Gibson's stats are, and as well as he's been getting the hype in the fantasy football world, it has not been the most efficient running game. They are 27th in the NFL in rush DVOA. Gibson is actually averaging less than four yards per carry in the last few weeks. He's at uh, 3.8, I believe, during Washington's game-winning streak. But the thing is that they have been insistent on it. And the thing is that I don't know what to expect from the Cowboys' run defense. We know that the Cowboys are getting players back like Neville Gallimore and D'Loy is in his second game back. And he's already made a big impact on this Cowboys' defense on his first game back last Thursday. But I just don't know what to expect. So I think that Washington will get the Cowboys' defense here and there. But I do believe that the Cowboys end up pulling away. I'm not scared about Washington's pass defense. I might be a little bit more scared about Washington's run defense against this Cowboys run offense. So I think that the Cowboys will be better served if they target Washington's secondary. And I expect the Cowboys to approach this football game with a pass-heavy approach, which will only make even more sense if Tony Pollard is not available on Sunday. Because Ezekiel... Hey, let's not fool ourselves here. Ezekiel Elliott is playing. Whether we agree with it or not. The Cowboys didn't rest Zeke last week. Why would they rest him on Sunday? I would if I were in charge of the Cowboys, but I'm not. And I believe that the Cowboys' tone all throughout this week has been similar to last week's. Zeke is playing on Sunday. He 100% is. I'm not that sure about... I'm not that sure about Pollard, though. 
I'm starting to to get some doubts on Tony's status. But I think that sixth place, I still believe that the Cowboys should approach this game with a pass-heavy approach. Benito says Washington football team defense will be playing with two deep. That might be the case, definitely. Which mean which would mean on turn that the Cowboys need to target that quick game, right? Uh, it's time to play. Are you hurt or are you injured? Says Stephen White. Suit up. And Sick talked about that this week, and he said that the Cowboys would have to pull him off the field before he he sits. Uh, Gaston says we're going to wear them down. Hopefully that is the case. Bruno says Trevon Diggs is going to have another pick six this weekend. Hopefully that is the case because it would be so fun to watch Trevon Diggs get to 10 interceptions and and continue to chase that record from Night Lane Train, which is at 14 interceptions not uh, a long time ago. Washington says burner account. I hope Washington stays the Washington football team to go from an offensive name to the most PC name ever. Hey, I don't know what to think about a change for Washington. I think that football team is not bad. I think that the Washington football team it's is is actually low key kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know what to feel though. Um, there are a lot of names that they have suggested that I would love though. There have been a lot of names uh, that I that I would like. What is wrong with the Steelers? I just turned the TV on, says Dwayne Wright, and, and it's 16. Let's go, Cowboys. Hey, I'm hitting it, by the way, because I thought that playing the Steelers at plus three and a half would be a good idea, but it's not. <laughs> Chase Claypool got off to a very bad start today tonight. Yeah, just keep the name, says Daddy. Daddy also says Dallas should not be overconfident. And that is something that I strongly agree with. And I would hope that the Cowboys are not. I mean, there's a difference though, to be to correct myself in what I just said. There's a difference between be- being confident. And I believe that every NFL team in the, in, should be confident going into each and every game. But there's a difference between being confident and preparing like Rocky did in Rocky Tree, right? There's a difference between those two. So the Cowboys should definitely be confident. Overly confident, maybe. They just should not let that affect their preparation. Richard says, it's a name you use when you can come up with a name. They've had a year already. And like, it's it's a trash franchise, right? Like they, That franchise has been through a lot of bad, bad stuff. And we have talked about Dan Snyder for a long time now being a problem in the NFL for more serious issues. So the team not figuring out a team name is something that I'm not surprised by. I would like Washington Deadskins as Gassana. Come on. Stephen White says they will take Washington out of the name before it's over, says Stephen White. That could be. Dak's going to run on the skins. He always does as Dallas Young. I'm surprised by the lack of run plays from Dak Prescott by the Cowboys offense. I don't blame them because of what happened in 2020. But man, I would love some read option on these Cowboys offense. I would like some read option in the goal line. In goal line situations, let us exploit Dak Prescott's legs like the Seahawks did with Russell Wilson for a long time. I don't even have the numbers anymore, 
but there was a time in which every time that the Seahawks were in goal line situations and Russell Wilson scored in read options, they would put the how, how, much, how many times that happened in comparison to other quarterbacks in NFL history. And Russell Wilson was up there by himself. I would like the Cowboys to use Dak Prescott that way when they get into red zone situations and more specifically goal line situations. I know they won't, so I'm not counting with it maybe, but I would love it if that happened. Anyways, guys, I'm taking the Cowboys to beat, the, to, to beat Washington on Sunday. Hope you enjoyed the show. Let me know what you guys think in the chat as well. Make sure you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas for more Cowboys content and for more Mavericks content. I know people were sharing some thoughts in the coaching situation for Dallas basketball team. Make sure you check that out at adcsports.com slash Dallas. And remember to tune in on Sunday night to talk about the Cowboys, potentially a win versus Washington at 8 p.m. Central. We are here live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central on primetime. So I will wait for you on Sunday night. And thank you guys for joining the show. Let's go. Uh, finals are done, says Richard. Uh, Richard is asking if the finals are done. They are done, guys. I am free, which means more time to dive into the old 22 more time to bring you better content about the Dallas Cowboys. So, yeah, I'm excited. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Dallas Junk, Barner Account, and everyone who joined today. Peter over at Facebook as well. Rudy, each and every one of you, even the, even people who don't comment necessarily. Modelo Time as well. Hey, Modelo Time. And I, you know, my mouth started watering, you know. <laughs> this is not an ad, by the way. Anyways, <laughs> Thank you for joining the show. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez, your primetime host, and I will see you Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central. Thank you, guys.